Shut your ass up, B. It's the BTSC 365 Podcast. You rockin' with your boy B. Hey, you know what it is. You rockin' with your boy B. And it's the BTSC 365 Podcast. The BTSE 365 podcast. It's your boy B. Damn, I was a little off with that timing. Oh, well. What's happening? Good people, earthlings, and ugly ducklings, all alike, all alike, all alike. What's good? What's good? What's popping? What the business be like in your city, in your area, wherever the hell you at? Doing whatever the hell you might be doing at this particular time when you tuned in to the BTSE 365 podcast. I am the host, Mr. Big, man. Hey, hope everybody had a good weekend. There's a lot of things going on. Not really. I mean, depending on who you are, I guess. NBA All-Star Weekend was, was a success, I believe. The NBA gets it right again, you know. They 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 always seem to be ahead of the curve. They always seem to be ahead of the curve. Like like think about it like this. The NFL has a Super Bowl halftime show. And they got Maroon Five, Travis Scott, and Big Boy. Maroon Five. Travis Scott and Big Boy. Big Boy, I know uh, Boomerverse was a good album. Slept on, low-key. Don't nobody know no songs off of that, though. So he couldn't perform nothing off that. Travis Scott has a few hit records out with, you know, other artists. Sicko Mode is one of the biggest records in the country last year and going on right now. But he don't sound like shit with, without auto-tune. And then Maroon 5, I mean, I don't nobody I know check for Maroon 5. So I'm happy to see the NBA All-Star game get it right by having first Meek Mill open up the All-Star game. That was that was dope and a surprise. I didn't see that one coming. And he didn't just do one song. He had like a little mini concert. I said, damn, they, they just letting Meek ride. Just do your thing, Meek. Okay. Cool. Then... J. Cole performed at halftime. J. Cole was like a big part of the NBA All-Star Weekend. Part of the dunk contest. He all on the sideline. He dunked. He missed. But, you know, hey, you got to give him a, a, a A for effort. I mean, he he got up there. Ball kind of slipped out of his hand a little bit, and he, he missed the dunk. But he probably ain't tried to dunk a basketball in, in a good little minute. So I commend him for that. And the, the performance at halftime was dope. Good shit, as always. You know, the meme floating around is that LeBron, well, not a meme, really. It was it was said that LeBron asked Coach Malone if the players could come out at halftime and watch the halftime show. They wanted to see J. Cole. And he said, well, if y'all get back on transition, I'll let you watch it. I mean, in my in my head, though, now that I'm thinking about this, what if they didn't get back in transition in the second half and, like, he let them go out there at halftime anyway and they got their ass beat? Like, you know, hindsight 2020. But LeBron tried that. They did the same thing last year. They got down the Curry team, came back and won in the second half. This year, same thing. They were down, what, 13 and a half? Came back and won in the second half. Shout out to Dame Dollar. A.K.A. Uh, Logo Lillard. That's the new nickname my boy talking about going by. Because in the third quarter, he snapped. He snapped. Like, first half, my boy was with the shit out there. I ain't... They put him out there. I said, man, Lillard don't look like he belong. But the third quarter, oh, my boy could have shined. Should have been MVP. But folks was out there hating. I voted for him like 17 times, me personally. Like, I was tweeting, texting, all that. I was like, man, I got to get my boy Dame the MVP, man. But, of course, KD got the MVP. Whatever. It was a good game. I ain't going to fly. It was a lot of excitement, man. Like, I love watching NBA All-Star Weekend. I don't care what nobody say. 
They can hate on the dunk contest. All they want, we going to still watch it. I'm going to still watch it. Even though, yeah, Miles Bridges missed too many damn dunks. Dennis Smith Jr. missed too many damn dunks. And I don't like the scoring of it. I'm going to complain about it, but I'm going to still watch it. Just saying. Like, I do think the players should be penalized for missing too many dunks. Like, come on, bro. You don't. You shouldn't get a 10 because that same dunk that you missed four other times, you did it right the fifth time. So you get a 10. Nah, G, you get a 6.3 and you like it. John Collins let me down. He let me down. I thought he was going to win this, John. He let me down, man. He really let me down. He came out there with the airplane people. I don't know if they were from Tuskegee or HBCU in Charlotte. I don't know. I just seen them and was like, okay, this for the culture. He go out there and he jump over the little model airplane and he hit it with his foot and chip it. and I said, damn, bro, you didn't even clear the airplane. Blake Griffin cleared the front of a car. And you missing over the airplane. I digress. I digress. Now, I did like the skills challenge. Skills challenge was pretty exciting. Shout out to Jason Tatum. Making headlines for something other than being traded for Anthony Davis, possibly. I, I thought Mike Conley would have had a better showing. He he came out there and laid an egg in the first round. Trey Young was trying though. He was he was he was trying. My my cousin them thought Trey Young was gonna win it. And he almost did. But Jason Tatum said, Nope, I'm gonna shoot him from half court, cause I know this nigga got range. Nope, ain't gonna let him get a chance. Show sure ain't. Hell, Trey Young banked it in right before De'Aaron Fox. Darren Fox was looking shitty. Ooh, he looked like, damn, I can't believe bro just did that. Damn you, Trey. With your with your with your baby white hair. What kind of hair is that? Like, I don't his hair grow funny. I don't is I know he biracial, but that's some funny biracial hair right there. It's like slick, fro, curl, straight. I don't know. Is he is he black and white or Black and Mexican, I don't know. I, I don't. It don't matter. That ain't that ain't got nothing to do with none of these topics. I just had a random little tangent. Shout out to Trey. <laughs> I gotta get to Atlanta and catch a game before the season over with, man. Before they end up getting like the number one pick and draft Zion Williamson and fuck his career up down in Atlanta. They will, man. Atlanta ain't gonna do Zion right. He, I mean, he for the culture. You know, it'll be good to have him in the ATL. But the franchise don't know what the fuck to do with nothing like that. I'm hating. Well, I'm not hating, bro. When the last time the Hawks, well, the Hawks were good when they had Mike Woodson. That was good a few years ago. But they don't know what to do when they good. They don't. It's like the Grizzlies. Like, they, they get good and get scared of being good. I don't know what to do with this. I'm going to just fuck it up. Like, oh, shit, we, we good? We got the coach of the year? What happens next? We, I don't know. We get Dwight Howard in here. For why? I don't know what to do. Could have drafted Luka Doncic. Now I will trade him for Trey Young. Trey Young is box office, which he is. He, he, he's worth the price of admission. John Collins is pretty good, you know. But I, don't, I can't name nobody else on their team. I don't even know who the head coach is in Atlanta. I don't who's the head coach? Let me let me Google this real quick. Who's the head coach of the Atlanta Hawks? I just I, I just kind of want to know. I should know these things, but when you're irrelevant, it just you know it does something to me to, to I, I, look the guy who just coached in the. All-star game for Team Giannis, Mike Budenholzer, was the head coach of the Hawks like three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. And he was coach of the year. Mm-hmm. And he ain't there no more. Mm-hmm. He coaching a team in Milwaukee now. 
Like that 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 bothers me. Lloyd Pierce. Shout out to Lloyd Pierce. You know what? I take all the bad stuff I just said about Atlanta back. Cause they hired a brother man. I just remember the name, Lloyd Pierce. He was the, the assistant coach for the 76ers last year. So I rock with Lloyd Pierce just because he's a brother. And and I like to see them gainfully employed in in these sports professions and not fired. So I hope they do well just because of that. Only because of that. And if they get Zion, I mean, they're going to sell out damn near every night. So, you know, shout out. Now, speaking of a black man in the NBA that used to be gainfully employed, uh, Dale Demps. Shout out to him for finding a way to lose his job. During Black History Month at that, like, I, it kind of hurt me because I was torn. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, here you go with a guy who had – he had the best opportunity to, to make something of himself in his career. You sweep the Blazers last year in the playoffs. Sweep them. You go win a game against Golden State, and the next season, you ain't got shit that looked like none of that. You let Rondo go. You let Boogie go without even calling him, and he go to the Warriors. AD don't want to be there no more because you don't know how to build a winner around Granted, A.D. ain't a winner, per se. He got all the skills and the tools to be a winner. But damn, you got Solomon Hill. You got Omar Asik, Asik, whatever the hell his name is, overpaid. Like, what are you going to, what, what is this? What is this? That's what Dale, Dale Dems, what is this? What the hell you doing? How don't you call back Boogie Cousins? Like, how do you just say, nah, he ain't worth it no more? Man, he got this Achilles, man. He he a big dude, man. I don't, I don't know. Man, you sound ignorant. It's 20, I say 2020 now. It's 2020. All the technology in the world, all the technology in the world with these scientists and these doctors and this, advanced therapy and all that. You don't think that man, with being a millionaire, you don't think he can come back? You couldn't at least say, man, let me give him a year. Give him a one-year contract, two-year contract, $20 million. Here. But you just, you you just gonna let him walk? You deserve to be fired last summer. Then you get offers at you and you got Greg Popovich putting bugs in your ear. Said, oh, I wouldn't trade him to the Lakers. You a goddamn fool. You a fool. They gave you damn near their whole starting lineup. And a couple of first-round picks. And you still said no because of your pride? Get the hell out of here. Stop your shit, Dale Demps. Stop your shit because now you fired. Now you fired and you black, you might not get another chance. You're going to be the assistant GM somewhere probably. Play a personnel somewhere probably. But you damn, you damn sure ain't no NBA general manager in the next two, three years. I'm just saying. Just saying, Dale. With your dumb ass. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. Talking bad about Dale Dips. Even though he deserves it. He deserves it. Back to All-Star Weekend. Who the hell is Joe Harris? Joe effing Harris. Y'all better remember the name. Because he just won the three-point contest against Steph Curry head to head. Now, Steph got hot. He almost tied that bitch up, but he he didn't he didn't tie it up. Joe Harris from the from the uh from the Nets. Yeah. Did his thing. Can't can't be mad at him now. Can't be mad at him. Honestly, I did not know where Joe Harris played college basketball. 
every time I heard the name Joe Harris over the weekend, I don't, for some strange reason, I thought this European boy went to Michigan. But he went to Virginia. I I don't know why. I kept thinking he went to Michigan, but he went to Virginia. Ooh. Who knows? Who knows? Now, back on this dunk contest real quick. Shout out to Diallo. I talked about Joe Harris. I talked about Dennis Smith Jr. I talked about Miles Bridges, but I didn't talk about the winner. Habadou Diallo. I hope I said that right. I think I did. And folks was like, ah, oh, he didn't do nothing that was impressive to me. I, he didn't miss one of his dunks. He made all of them, every attempt. Not once did you see him go up to dunk it, and he didn't complete the dunk. So there. Jumping over Shaq ain't no small feat. Like, Shaq is seven foot, and he ain't just no tall, skinny ass dude. He wide as fuck. You got to jump over Shaq? It's a big-ass dude. Yeah, he pushed up. Man, man, he pushed up on his shoulder. What the hell you think he gonna do? You think he finna clear Shaq without some help? Shit, hell. You crazy as hell. I don't, I, don't, I Some people, man, some people. But the game itself, the all-star game itself, I give it an A. It's exciting. Giannis caught that jump off the bounce from Steph. That was pretty dope. Steph hit an and one three on on Clay. That was pretty dope. Clay was Clay was hot. D Wade and Dirk playing and they possibly well Dirk said he ain't retiring. He don't know. Like it, it feel like Dirk being forced out. Dirk said, "Hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now. I I might still be playing, but I think everybody else knows something he don't know. That Mark Cuban ain't paying him no more after this year." And you know the black community, we we fuck with Dirk anyway, just cause he married a sister. Even though I don't like messes, I don't, yeah. But he went and did the whole full garb in Kenya. That's where she from. She from Kenya, but her her daddy from Sweden. Her mama from Kenya. I said, boy, them Europeans can't get enough of them. them, them them good old African folk, they just they just can't help it. They they can't help it for real. He said, I read in a report about his wedding that he had to do the whole ceremony where in Kenya, or at least with that tribe or whatnot, he had to be blindfolded and his wife had to come out with six other women or five other women. And he had to figure out which one she was. And if he didn't figure out which one she was, he was gonna have to like pay the family like with a goat or some shit. But he said he found her because of her smell. I said, well, damn, that's that's real. Plus, he come to work with a foil plate, you know, foil paper plate like this. That's some black shit. Like, come to work with your plate wrapped up in some foil. We all know where that come from. We all know where that come from. So shout out to Merc Dirt and D-Wade for they, they possible final all-star game appearance. Dirt came out three for three from three. Three for three from three. Say that fast. He was throwing up gang signs too. Everybody, I don't care what nobody say. That man was throwing up Vice Lord after he hit his threes. I, y'all seen that? I saw it. I know y'all saw it. Know y'all saw it. Speaking of the NBA, I know they on break right now. About twenty five games left. Twenty seven, twenty eight, depending on you know the team. My MVP candidates. Well, not just candidate, but who I think should win the MVP. It got to be Giannis, man. Got to be. James Harden, your 30-point game streak is amazing. It's wonderful. And I hope you break the record. Records are meant to be broken. Go ahead. Break the record, but you ain't the MVP. You playing great basketball offensively, but you ain't the MVP. What Giannis is doing up there in Milwaukee, is amazing. They got the best record in the league. You got a new head coach. Probably going to win coach of the year again. And his team is finally reaching their full potential. They traded Thon Maker. He just wasn't panning out up there. He didn't. He couldn't get the clock. And now you're seeing a team that's like 
prime. Like they, like LeBron said it best. All the teams in the East going for it now because they ain't got to go through him. Okay, you you right, you right. But this is the time. The East is wide open now. Wide open. So I I honestly think the Bucks are gonna make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Against who? I don't know, but they're gonna make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. And Giannis is the reason. He's the he's the oil, the 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 transmission fluid, the brake fluid, all of it. He everything to make that go. Unstoppable. Just shoot the three better in the offseason so next year you can really be unstoppable. We're going to take a quick, brief, 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 brief ass intermission. Talking about just a quick change so I can switch topics real quick. And I'm going to be right back. It's the BTSE 365 podcast. You know what it is. Yeah. Hey, man, I appreciate y'all tuning in, man. We back. The BTSE 365 Podcast. I said, damn it, we back. (laughs) And just in case y'all didn't know what was really going on, like just in case you didn't know what was happening tonight, if you don't know, now you know. Because we are live from the Pulse Studios. Shout out to the engineer, man. I love you. It's a it's a beautiful day, man. It's cold as fucking Nashville. But it's a beautiful day. Now I'm now I'm switching things up a little bit, right? Because I wanted to hit something real quick. Well, hit on something real quick. <laughs> wanted to hit something real quick. Try to. Try to try to bust something real quick. <laughs> Shit, hell, no, I'm just playing. But I wanted to, I wanted to change topics real quick, man. We we talked about the NBA to start off the show, but y'all know Colin Kaepernick settled with the NFL with his collusion or conspiracy case or whatever you want to call it, and I'm glad he's getting paid because he didn't lost wages over the last two years that he could have been earning. Yes, his name and his brand has been growing and it's keeping him fed and he's, you know, getting appearances, doing this, doing that foundation. So I would say he's deserved whatever the money is that he's going to get. Now, it's a non-disclosure agreement that's been signed, so nobody really knows. A lot of speculation. He ain't going to talk about it. Eric Reed ain't going to talk about it. You know, the number 40 million, 50 million, 60 million, 70 million, 80 million. I don't know. The NFL paid him to shut up. Am I glad that he getting paid? Yes. Am I glad that he ain't talking about it? That's another thing. Are they going to let him back in the league? Is somebody going to go on and sign this man and quit playing? Are the Panthers going to really pull the trigger? Are the Patriots serious about doing this? We all know Bob Kraft fucked with, with, with Trump the long way. Yeah, Bob Kraft might be wearing these, these platinum chain, platinum diamond chains that Meek Mill gave him and all this shit sound good. I don't think he really gonna be fucking with Cap. I guess the best thing about that situation would be for the league anyway is, well, if the Patriots sign him, Tom Brady don't get hurt. So they ain't gotta worry about him playing on Sunday. They ain't got to worry about him really speaking to the media every week because he's a backup quarterback. They don't really give them access to him. And he in New England. Shit. Bill don't play that shit. He ain't just letting you, his players talk all how they want to talk. If anybody got that mentality of shut the fuck up and toe the company line, it's the New England Patriots. And speaking of people saying too much, oh, oh Antonio Brown... He ain't saying too much. I think he's saying just enough. I like the fact that he didn't call Ben Roethlisberger out on his shit. Said Ben got an owner mentality. 
call out the coaches, call out the players, but he don't never call himself out. And other players scared to talk because they don't want to get released. They don't want to get, you know, dealt with, which is a true thing. I mean, hey, Ben Roethlisberger is the only person I know, only NFL player that I know, who can go rape a woman, win a Super Bowl, and and just run amok. He talked bad about the offensive coordinator. I guess if you get away with rape, you feel like you can do anything. Like, he does feel untouchable. And I don't, I mean, I, can you blame him? So, I hope Antonio Brown gets traded ASAP. I hope whatever goes on with Le'Veon Bell, that he get his check. And, and the Steelers franchise just crumbles for the next two, three years. I'm, that's Because if you got a player in there who's doing all that, you can blame it on one person. But damn, it got to be something wrong. Chemistry got to be off if you got a Pro Bowl quarterback and a Pro Bowl, two Pro Bowl receivers. Good offensive line. Good running game. Your defense stepped up this year. Well, why can't you seem to win games that matter the most? Why can't your team be more fluid? Because it's a lot of bullshit going on. And people in the back tired of, man, I can't say this and I can't do this, but when I do this, he do this. You know, like, hey, bro, we grown. We grown as hell. Man, let me sip my yak, man. Whew. I needed that. I needed that. So, I'm cool with A.B. saying what he said. I don't find no, I see no lies. I find no fault. I find no fault. And hopefully San Francisco going to get rid of a second round pick for him and he can come to San Fran. But anywho, I digress. Speaking of lies or seeing no lies, I was told a big lie yesterday. I had a homeboy of mine, partner of mine, tell me, man, bro, if you want some good soul food in Nashville, go to Sweats. Now, I can respect the the, the longevity of the of the business. They've been around since 1954 in the Ville. They own a gas station, y'all. A black family owns a gas station. That's huge to me. It's in the hood. And then they own the plaza across the street, too. Like, that's beautiful. Oh, my God, that's beautiful. I ain't never known nobody that looked like me to own a gas station. Like, that's wealth. That's wealth. But the food, on Sunday, when you want some soul food or whatever, man... The boo-boo. Man, look. I'm sorry. Dolls Kitchen out in East Nashville off Douglas. I'm sorry. Baylor and Kato's out in Madison. I'm sorry. I cheated on y'all. Really, dolls, I really cheated on y'all. Because y'all, they, man, they meatloaf and oxtails and all this shit just busting. And I cheated on them. Because my, my, my homeboy said, sweats is the shit. Sweat is some shit. Good people. But the food, too. That baked chicken I had was so damn dry. Dressing was good. Cabbage was straight. But that chicken was awful. I'm upset. I, wait. I need my $13.37 back. So... That's my spiel on my soul food experience in Nashville. And I went there in the rain on a Sunday. Shit hell. I'm upset. $50,000. Hey, man, look, y'all make sure on February 28th you get out to the Cobra in Nashville, out in East Nashville. It's going down once again. The Cut, Nashville's underground hip-hop scene. It's a showcase put on by Higher Ground Company, Forward EMT, and Cash Real, et cetera. 
Hosted by yours truly, I'm on crowd control all night long. Doors opening up at 8 p.m. It's a $10 cover charge. We got five new artists this time. We we brought you five last time. We bring you five more. This time we're going to bring out Sweet Poison, Kenny Quotes, Sky Ferrari, Bamboon Save. Actually, we got six performers. Chico Rashad and Soul Man Snipes. So, hey, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell an enemy to tell a friend to tell another friend. Come on down to the Cobra, man. February 28th, 8 p.m. It's going down. It's, it's, we got hey, we got Loso Party, DJ Loso. He going to be on the ones and twos. I think DJ Rightful going to be in the building again. Good vibes, good energy, all that. Also, go check out, if you haven't already, go to Trap Garden on Instagram. Go to Trap Garden right now. And check out the newest episode of Fresh Bites. It, free, it features your boy Big, man. I'm eating some vegan food for the first time in my life when they recorded this. And I ain't going to stunt. I ain't know what it was. I ain't know what it was. I, ain't, I didn't know what it was. And when they told me what it was, I said, oh, hell, this, this, this ain't that bad. This hearing it. This here ain't bad at all. Ain't bad at all. So yeah, y'all y'all come out and check that out, man. Y'all check that out. Now, now I got two things I want to talk about. There's just personal things that I just had to speak on. I'm big on Netflix, right? Like I love Netflix. If you want to see some goofy, funny shit on Netflix, you should check out um, what's the show? What's the show you should check out on Netflix? Ah, if you want to see something goofy and funny, watch Friends from College. It features a key from Key and Peele. Pretty funny. Pretty funny stuff. And if you want if you into like this crime stuff or anything like that, the Ted Bundy Lost Files, that was some 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 weird shit, man. It's like four or five episodes just of recapping the case and the situation. Do y'all not know, for those of us who weren't born at that time and and can remember really what was going on, like, you hear the name Ted Bundy. You hear that he was a serial killer. He was the first known American serial killer. But, like, dude was a sick motherfucker, for lack of a better term. He was crazy. And, 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 you know, watching it, it frustrated the hell out of me because it's like I kept hearing this, one of the same repeated things. He didn't look like a killer. Just nice, clean-cut fella, nice smile. He was well-dressed and well-spoken and didn't look like a killer to me. But he was killing white women and eating them. But... Somewhat, eat, not not eating them. I'm sorry. He wasn't eating them. He was like mutilating and having sex with their bodies after they was dead. Sick. Just sick. He didn't even know he was that sick. At least he acted like it when you heard him talk about whatever. Like he wouldn't. I'm like, bro, this dude got a, what the fuck? He killed like. 15 women before he got caught the first time. Then he tried, the the way he really got caught up was he tried to kidnap a woman and she fought him and got away. But then the man so crazy that he's so mad that she got away that he just had to go kill about three other women. Like that saying that he just had to go kill them. He couldn't help himself. He just... Ah, fuck it, I'm going to go kill some more. And the girl he was with, the woman he was with, called the police and said, I'm worried about my boyfriend, Ted. Seems a little off lately. 
showed up late to dinner or left early, something, you know, there's a whole lot of. And he went crazy, really. He snapped from what I was watching in the in the in the documentary, when he snapped, it was when he got when his ex broke up with him. She had a little money. She came from a little money. He come from a poor background. He worked his way up. He was really a flogging ass dude. He wanted to be a, a a lawyer and all that stuff, but he wasn't really that smart. He didn't have it all, you know. He just wanted to be a politician, lawyer, whatever, trying to fake it till he made it. And eventually, she just said, "Man, you a broke ass dude. I don't want to be with you no more." She stopped writing him and all that shit. So then he snapped. Then he blamed it on porn and shit, like uh, watching porn and violent. I'm no, you just crazy. The man escaped prison twice. If that would have been a black dude, he would have been shot as soon as they found him. First time, he said it was too cold. He was in the mountain. And he had to come back in. Second time, now the first time he escaped, he jumped out of a window 25 feet. And he said on the tapes that he was strengthening his legs by jumping off the top of his bunk to the floor repeatedly. Because he was preparing for that shit. Second time he stuck some wet tissue in the lock hole so the key wouldn't lock when the when they closed the cell. And he snuck through a hole. He stopped eating and he snuck through a hole or some shit. That was like, bro, it's crazy. He was just crazy. Crazy as hell. Ted Bundy was a crazy motherfucker, man. Went to Florida. So he killed in Washington. Then he went to Utah and killed. Escaped prison the second time. Went down to Florida and killed some more. Murdered some more. And when they caught him, he was going by another name and wouldn't give him his name. I said, this motherfucker here is a problem. This dude's sick as fuck. And they just, he just wouldn't stop killing. Bodies and skulls popping up everywhere. I said, man, brother, man, brother. Then the man had the nerve to say when they was out there about to get him electrocuted. I mean, uh, yeah, he got electrocuted. He said, they're calling me crazy. Listen to them out there. They're the crazy one. Because everybody outside was killed, buddy. They selling shirts and popping fireworks. But, I mean, he was kind of right. He was crazy, and they were crazy, too. All the motherfuckers crazy, if you ask me. It's, it's my personal opinion. Yeah, the Ted Bundy lost tapes. Check that out if you into that crime shit or whatever, you know. Also, if you're into soul music or if you're in the business and want to learn other little stuff and what not to do, what to do, watch the Sam Cooke documentary. That right there, it hurt my heart, man. Because I always heard he got killed. But damn. Sam, man, he's so much. He was so much more than 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 a change is gonna come. He was so much more than that. And it's sad that he get killed, and then that song come out a year later. And the white man that he thought was helping him, that was his, that was his accountant, was robbing him. Put his name on the paperwork, all funny, and got shit all fucked up. He had started his own little record company and publishing and whatnot, and they just robbed him. I went on Apple Music, and I was looking at one of his songs or one of his albums, Live from the Copa, I think that's which one it was, which didn't release until like 15 years after his death. And I saw the name of the record company. It's the same record company that Alex Klein or Alan Klein had started and put in his name. and That bothers me, man. Like it, it, it really bothers me that he got he got murdered after man, nothing, really. You know, they, they say he had a little junk in his room and she claimed that he was trying to attack her and she ran out the room with his pants. He then the black woman shoot him and say he was trying to get in a in a room, which, you know, he probably was. He thought the woman ran in there whoop the woo. But then, you know, it's rumors that she was working for a pimp and all types of shit, man. You know, you fucking with the mob and, and, and money and all that. This is the 60s, man. Who knows what really happened? It's unfortunate because, you know, he had dealt with the death of his son who drowned in the pool or some shit. His wife 
living son of the, I don't, it, it was just, it was so much. But then to see him with Jim Brown and Muhammad Ali and Malcolm X and just knowing what, what type of business he was on, what he was trying to do, what he was trying to do for his people, like refusing to perform when they would, would, was making the black folks go sit up in the top in the balcony. Like that type of shit, that's powerful. Not wanting to, to put the process in his hair. Telling his, his people in the band and the group or whatever, they got to read. You need to learn how to read, man. You need to learn how to read. And I know he got murdered, shot, and, and they just say, well, you know, shit, it's just another nigga dead pretty much. Sam fucking Cook. They just, you know, they didn't watch. Now, I... His wife married Bobby Womack two months after the murder. I don't like that shit now. I ain't like that shit. It was a whole, that was some fuck shit right there. Bobby Womack talking about he had to make sure she wouldn't be by herself. That was some fuck shit. And I don't like her or him for that shit. That, that, that was weird. Like, what the fuck you marry another nigga that sang for? Two months later. And a, and a what? Allegedly wore Sam Cook's suit to the Man, if I was Sam Cook spirit, I'd come back and whoop the shit out of Bobby Womack if he was still alive. I'd have whooped that nigga ass. My ghost would be whooping Bobby Womack ass right now. Fuck is wrong with you. Then they named their son Vincent. Vincent Womack. Oh, that's that 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 don't sit well with me. I don't know none of these folks personally, but just as a fan and as, as a as a human being from the outside looking in, some just ain't right about that. Like, some just not right. Now, now, speaking of being on the outside looking in and things not looking right, I'm a, I'm in the show on this because it is Black History Month, and I want to try to get us back on the right track. Cause uh, Justice Smollett, he 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 trying to fuck up. A lot of shit for the black people. Like, like, first of all, he didn't set back the LGBT community about five years. He didn't say he didn't. I swear to God, Justice Smollett has set the LGBT community back five years, y'all. Y'all just don't understand the damage he done done to the LGBT community. Like, like Justice Smollett didn't put the LGBT community at risk. Like, you can't be crying wolf. Saying you got your ass whooped and you really staged the whole thing. And at least if you're going to stage your ass whooping, stage it the right way. Like, like that's all I'm saying. Stage it the right way. Like, don't 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 just be out here Takashi 6 9 staging it. No, you got to go all out. You got to get your ass whooped for real. Like, okay, I'm going to tell you what you got to do. Remember Thin Line Between Love and Hate? When old girl whooped her ass in the kitchen, hitting herself with oranges and all that, fucked the arm up and had to go to the hospital. She had bruises on her. Her arm was wrapped up in a thing and a sling and she just hurt. She got monitors beeping, black eye. She was fucked up. Justin Smiley had a little cut on him that he did with a, with a little pocket knife. Talking about, I fought they ass back. If you get your Boy, if you sit your ass down, I'm the gay Tupac. Boy, stop your shit, bro. Stop it. Stop it right now, Justin. Stop it. Like, you got to quit that, man. You got to quit that, bro. You can't be out here doing that to yourself. You can't be out here doing it. The LGBT community that done too much shit for you to be fucking with them like that. And the black folk, like, we all, we, we already know it's, it's, it's been fucked up. It's been fucked up. Cause they first of all, they arrest two Nigerian brothers who already didn't, didn't say it, man. Look, you can have my phone. This the, the nigga called me and told me where to meet him. Like, that's really if that's really how it went down. Whew. See, I hadn't I never spoke on this on social media or in private. Because I'm always like, I gotta hear every I need more. Because it's 2019, if, if a motherfucker get their ass whooped on the street somewhere, especially in Chicago, you don't think there's no video of nothing? And then you just smiling, bro. It ain't like you 
a real famous ass. I mean, you famous. You black famous, though. Like, you ain't white famous. You black famous. So you mean to tell me you say they was masked, masked men, but they was white and they yelled out, you faggot or you nigga or whatever, and you empire faggot. So you think some some white dudes knew you was on Empire? They don't know you, bruh. They ain't listening to your music. Then you get two dudes that ain't even in your family to whoop your ass, and they allegedly done worked on set with you. Why would you do that in Black History Month? And look, I ain't gonna flies, bruh. I really think this is set up. Like, all this shit is a setup. I think he was a pawn in a bigger game. Like, he got sent out to to do some bullshit. Like, somebody put him up. Like, he got, he got paid to do some, some fuck shit. Because it just make, it, it don't make sense for him to do that. Like, why would you be lying about some shit like this? Why would you even want to? You just, do you got an album coming out or something? Like, what's going on? You got a world tour coming up? Is Empire ratings that bad in these last couple seasons that you just got to? Throw some shit in the game? I mean, damn it, Jussie. Jesse, Jussie, whatever the hell your name is. Then why you got to be the gay Tupac? Like, why why Tupac name got to get thrown up in this? Like, what, what he do to you? I fought back, damn it. That's what I did. I fought back. And I'm the gay Tupac. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. Time out. Time out. The gay Tupac. Like, why does Tupac have to get brought up in this equation? I never understood that. Like, I fought back, and I'm the gay Tupac. Why are you? What What Tupac got to do with this? What What the fuck, man? Like, what? why? 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 Why, 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 why? Why did you have to put him in this at all? Why couldn't you be like the gay you who fucked up a, a bad situation? Like, you in Chicago, not in the country, you on a regular street, and some folk whooped your ass and called you the, the empire faggot. Like, stop your shit, man. Nobody's listening or watching Jesse Smollett do anything other than your fans, gay Tupac. Man, get the fuck out of here. Like, like why? Like I'm, like I'm, I'm, I'm so, I'm so shocked. Like, well, not shocked because I don't put nothing past nobody, but, but, but I'm just, I'm, I'm confused. I'm, I'm just really confused. Like, like, I need answers, man. I need, I need real answers, man. This is, this is starting to bother me and. The black community is we we need answers. We deserve answers, Jesse. So yeah, I mean you gotta you gotta speak on this shit, man. What the hell was you thinking? At least explain the gay Tupac comment. Like that that's what hurts me the most. Niggas lie every day, b. But you know if you was out trying to do some, you know. Whatever you was trying to do at two in the morning, and you weren't supposed to be there, you gotta come up with a better lie than that. Like, you got your ass whooped. Okay, maybe you got your ass whooped by somebody that was trying to rob you because you was setting up some back page shit or something. I don't know, but this 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 shit here. I mean, damn. When they when they say you know lie, they don't mean lie that big to where. You just, I'm this this the lie I'm gonna tell. And whoever he told that he was gonna do this lie, they should have told him to think about it. Think twice, brother. This this isn't a smart lie. Cause you know what they say, one lie leads to another lie leads to another lie. So you go from just out here fucking off in these streets to you got your ass whooped, but you fought back. Get your Whoa! Sit your ass down somewhere, Jesse.
I'm 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 done. I'm done talking about this nigga because he ain't worth it. He just anyway. Look, Sundays after hours with my boy Sleazy, Derek Sleazy Evans. They they were doing it at the Piranha. I think it's gonna be back at the Piranha, or it may stay at the Lab in Nashville. It'll be Sundays, seven p.m. Y'all should check them out. My boy ignorant as hell. Uh, can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at btse underscore three sixty five. Next week I'm gonna have some special guests on the show, man. I'm gonna have a few people from my podcasting class. They're going to come in here next week. We're going to show them some things, do some things, whatnot. Show them how we get down in the yo. And, yeah, it's it's, it's going to be a good, a good occasion. Oh, shout out to my great-granddaddy. I just found out some, some information about my boy, Pimp Jones Holloway. Shout out to him, William Jones. Holloway, a.k.a. Pimp Jones Holloway. I don't know if he was pimping for real. I just know they say he had a uh, he had a nice lit entourage of, 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 of women. That's what my cousin told me. That's what one of my older relatives told me the other day. I was, I don't know why I'm so proud of this, but I'm, <laughs> but I'm proud of it. <laughs> she said, they called him Pimp Jones Holloway. I said, what? Pimp Jones? Yeah. He liked his cigars and his hats. I said, you know what? That's my great-granddaddy right there because I love a nice cigar and I fuck with hats. So shout out to granddaddy, man. Look, y'all have a good week. Great week. Um, also, yeah, uh, happy birthday. My Uncle Fishman's birthday was on the 17th. Happy happy birthday, posthumous to, to Uncle Fish. And... Uh, Huey P. Newton's birthday was on the 17th of February as well. Shout out to Mob, Frat. You know, one of the founders of the, the Black Panther Party. If you don't know who Huey P. Newton is and you're listening to my podcast. Uh, what else, man? I feel like I'm missing something, but I always end up missing something and I come back to it later. It's kind of how life goes sometimes. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. New music is coming out from certain people. I don't don't make me lie and give out a, a, a release date on anybody's anything. Oh, 21 Savage Home. I knew I was missing something. Shout out to 2121, man. He came back. Shout out to Jay-Z for helping get Wayne out of his tax situation, helping get Meek Mill free, helping get 21 Savage free. Man, fuck it. Jay-Z for... No, nah, I'm not advocating for nobody to be president but jay-z for some hell get it man a humanitarian award or some shit like bet make it happen man jay-z gets the humanitarian award at the next award show this summer because he freeing more people than a johnny cochran firm uh also happy belated birthday posthumous to uh trayvon martin his birthday was last week i believe and, oh, yeah, Michael Jordan, the GOAT. Birthday was a couple of days ago. So, shout out to them, man. Uh, again, appreciate y'all tuning in. I'm on the TuneIn app, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, the Anchor app, all of that. So, I appreciate y'all rocking with me. It's a beautiful journey. We're going to keep this thing going in 2019 and beyond. You feel me? You dig? Oh, yeah, I'm going to check out a leader. The uh, Battle Warrior later this week, too. See what that judge talking about. That's all I got for y'all, man. Holla at your boy. BTSC 365. <laughs>